Ever notice how our politicians seem out of touch with everyday Americans? Could it be because wealth and power has isolated them from the masses they were elected to represent? Or is it because they're actually pedophilic alien reptiles here to enslave the entire human race? David Icke thinks the latter. This and more on Query Me Podcast. I'm Mac Hamilton. And I'm Matt Christensen, and this is Query Me Podcast. Episode three. Number three. Uh, Matt, you did some research on the great David Icke. What did you come up with? Yeah, David is, is quite a character. Um, he he has a very vibrant past. Um, he was a former football player and sports broadcaster. Um, football? American football? Or no, no, no. He, he's, uh, he's British. So footballer is the Brit term for soccer player. Um, and you know many of many people might have heard of David Icke. Uh, Vice, the Vice Land series came out with a with a short documentary on him. Um, but but let's give you some background on who David Icke is and, and his cons- conspiracy theories. Um, so like I said, he was a former football player and and sports bre- broadcaster who eventually turned away his future in the mainstream broadcasting life um, for a life of conspiracy. So he conceived or discovered the truth from his perspective um, behind the idea that shape-shifting lizards have infiltrated the top world organizations and are controlling everything from geopolitics to multinational corporations. He first publicly declared his personal conspiracy theory in 1991 when he went on the show BBC, uh, when he went on BBC's show Wogan claiming on air that the world would, in one year's time, be completely destroyed by earthquakes and other catastrophic weather events. His premonition of world destruction obviously didn't come to fruition, but that didn't stop him from continuing to spread his belief to millions of other people. This is completely unprecedented from a conspiracy theory standpoint. I mean, As far as conspiracy theorists go, I think David Icke is like the holy grail of conspiracy theorists. Because there's conspiracy, like, you know, the, the typical conspiracy theorists stay within the realm of, you know, physics <laughs> and, you know, just, I guess they're not this far out. Like, lizard because people politicians, controlling the well, world. Well, politicians could be lizards, but, you know, shape-shifting lizards? Shape-shifting lizards. <laughs> I guess that's not, uh, that's not really out of too far out of the realm of possibility. I mean, you have chameleons that can adapt to their environment. Yeah, yeah, they would be highly evolved shape-shifting lizards. Well, if they're aliens that were able to master space flight and travel to, you know, the the world, the you what what do we call Earth diplomatically? Earth. Earth, we call it Earth. Um, but I here's my one uh here's my one issue with his, you know, this alien conspiracy theory is um David Icke believes that the moon is a planetary space station it's a hollow planetary space hollow planetary space station um where these lizard people control you know they broadcast brainwave or broadcast electromagnetic waves and control right into the human brain but matt let me ask you a question do you have proof that it isn't good point no i don't i do not they just did uh, the pollsters who do these um political polls for um 
you know, the president, who are you going to vote for? You're going to vote for Donald Trump. You're going to vote for yeah, Hillary yeah. Clinton. Do you support same sex marriage? They, and on off years, they get to ask uh, a little bit stranger questions, you know, like, uh, was JFK killed by conspiracy? Do aliens exist? Which 29% of Americans do believe that aliens exist. That's 91 million people. I believe that aliens exist. Maybe not, you know, maybe not on Earth. Like, that maybe they haven't contacted Earth yet, but. You know, the universe is big enough. That's that's a that's a whole another episode. Well, that's a pretty large segment of the population that believes in this. But but the uh, the percentage of the population that believes that lizard people control politics is right around four percent, and that number is about twelve and a half million people. Right, that is a large number of people. And I don't even think that twelve and a half million people in the United States know who David Icke is. <laughs> I mean, that's that's only slightly higher than the amount of people who believe that Paul McCartney died in 1966. And let me just say that the verdict's still out on that. Paul McCartney died in 1966? Oh, come on, Matt. You've got to get with your conspiracy education. I feel like I just watched him play at no, the Beatles. The, the at theory the Beatles. is that Paul McCartney died in, in a car accident. That's what was reported. Oh, okay. And so they went to uh, the, the winners of a Paul McCartney lookalike Paul McCartney look-alike competition, and they picked the guy who came in third because they couldn't pick the guy who came in first because then that would be too suspicious. Everybody knows who he yeah, is. Yeah, everyone knows who he is now. And, oh, man, I wish I had his name off the top of my head, but they, they say that, that they changed him. That's why if you look at one of the Beatles albums covers where they're sitting in a box, it actually looks like Paul's laying in a coffin if you turn it on its side. And all sorts of imagery that's at the, with the Beatles yeah, But saying, that still has no Paul grounds. Paul is dead. For you know liz- lizard people existing, like that is that that could be somewhat realistic. I mean, it's probably not because you know Paul McCartney would, you know, the living Paul McCartney would disagree well, otherwise. Have you seen the clip of when N- no, when but Letterman asks him if he's a lizard person? No. Well, that's some pretty damning shit. The expression okay. on his well, he doesn't ask him if he's a lizard person. He asks him if he's the real Paul McCartney. I I, I have not seen David Letterman ask Paul McCartney if he. Is, Maybe it wasn't David Letterman. Well, I have seen Louis C.K. ask Donald Rumsfeld if he's a lizard person. So, so we're getting into you know where this conspiracy theory put or where this conspiracy theory fits into pop culture, like no, lizard people controlling the world. Even Louis C.K. obviously satirically, as a comedian, goes on a radio show and asks Donald Rumsfeld well, multiple okay. times whether or not he's a. You know, what you're talking person. about, Matt, is, is Opie and Anthony, uh, back when was this, 2006, 2007, uh, they interviewed Donald Rumsfeld, uh, you know, the former defense, what is Donald Rumsfeld? He's, yeah. Something defense. Defense minister? No, that's not what. War criminal. War <laughs> criminal. Uh, I think he's like one of the top persons in, you know, the Pentagon. Um, so he's on the, the Open Anthony show, and they have Louis C.K. come on, and he asks Donald Rumsfeld uh, if he's a lizard. He asks him flat out. And for about 20 minutes, Rumsfeld ignores the just question. Just denies it. No, he doesn't deny it. No, he never Oh, yeah, right. He, he doesn't deny it. He just completely it. ignores it. He just completely ignores the question, which is sort of like, you know, if there was a li- lizard secret society, and the rule is when people talk about lizard people, you just can't join that conversation. It's like Fight Club, right? Yeah. I mean... He was uh, a Secretary of Defense under Bush and Ford. So Donald Rumsfeld was the Secretary of Defense under under Bush and Ford. The 13th and the 21st. And we all know that the number 21 has some... No, it's the number 23. 
Never mind. I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but you know where where David Icke really got his push and his his backing was um, through the internet. Through the internet, like David Icke would never have been able to reach such a large audience without the internet to spread his information and his um, belief structure. Possibly, but what about what about like the JFK assassination? You know, still a lot of people believe that that was by conspiracy, and people believed that at the time. Right. Uh, yeah, and I think people did probably believe it at the time. But how has it grown since the internet has existed? Indeed. Probably, probably you know, tenfold. Um, it has grown, but you know, have you ever looked at that tape? Yeah, I have. That's one one conspiracy theory that I have looked at. I mean, he got you know. <laughs> so so, but but this is again, this is completely different. This is lizard people have infiltrated the you know the top tiers of government and um, you know everything from government down down to uh, you know where you shop for shoes like. Well, I think on some level it really plays into a lot of people's kind of perceptions of politics and, and money and power. You know, we have these people who have so much money, power, wealth, and influence, and they are really disconnected from everyday people that they, that they are in essence alien. Yeah, right. They are in essence alien to us as people. You know, like a Hillary Clinton, we could never empathize with the stuff that she does on a daily day, you know, basis. Right. Well, and and, and Hillary Clinton's probably one of the more mild, you know, she's still somewhat reason I mean, I don't want to get into politics, but she's still somewhat reasonable as a, you know, human being and a and a public figure, but there are so many political figures out there that you think of or at least I think like how could this person possibly have gotten to where he is now? Like from just the things that he said to the things that he's done, like not them just being politically controversial, but just like these crazy absurd having nothing to do with politics where they just say these outrageous things publicly that, that are just, you know, nuts. They do. And well, and there are a few. So this is where, well, there are, there are a few billionaires in the public eye, but there are also plenty more billionaires you know there's about uh, you know a thousand and a half billionaires in the world yeah and there's plenty of them that we don't even know about we don't know what they do but we do know that they have a level of wealth and a level of lifestyle that we could never even possibly fathom as the average layman and so i think that this this theory kind of really gets to people because you know the theory of the illuminati and i don't believe that it originated with ike but he does call his lizard people the illuminati but the idea of a group of people or a group of entities controlling our lives, uh, I think, kind of really speaks to a lot of people because you know the, the equivalent. You know, if you're if you are in the bottom ninety percent in America and you want to have legislative change made, the chance of that happening is equivalent to random noise. Right. But if you're in the top ten percent and you want to have legislative change made, you've got about a fifty-fifty chance that it's going to happen. So I, and I think people, they, they don't necessarily know those numbers and they don't know that outright, but I think they know there's people who have a lot more influence and a lot more control on me, control than me, and perhaps they're fucking lizards. I, I think, Mac, you're trying to explain how one arrives at this conclusion that lizard people have, you know, have taken over the world. Um, I don't know, at least I can't, I can't um I don't understand the sem- sentiment behind um the conspiracy theory. 
I, I guess I understand how one could could be could draw a pretty ridiculous conclusion from you know these politicians being. Um, look at Prince Charles. Kind of out there. Look at Prince Charles. You tell me that guy doesn't look like a lizard. <laughs> he does. I'm not he, going there. He looks like a lizard, and so does R- Rumsfeld. They kind of look similar. They both look. Yeah, but that takes away from the fact that they're shape shifting. If you're a lizard and you're yeah, they're not very sh- good at sh- yeah. So these ones aren't very good at shape shifting. Okay. They can't shift very far. Uh, okay, so this is this is gonna uh, this gets me to how David Icke really came to prominence by you know, um, predicting future outcomes. He had a series um, of predictions that uh, that did come to fruition, unlike the one uh, where he predicted that the world was going to come to an end, uh, you know, live on air on BBC's uh, uh, Wogan program. He had about 10 um, predictions that did come to fruition. Uh, I just kind of want to logically explain how, how some of these m- may have happened. So... Um, in 2012, he predicted that a series of U.S. shootings would happen in several states. They did. They did. Um, so, so that's a pretty vague prediction right there, but uh, let's take it at face value. Um, so the FBI has done, you, you know, it basically just tracks these because, you know, public knowledge that when um, mass shootings occur, you know, they, they get documented. So um, essentially from... Um, a decade of, of recordings of mass shootings, we can conclude that about 12 mass shootings happen every year, um, regardless of, of location of state. So, you know, 12 mass shootings per year, that's a fall, that's essentially following the cycle of the moon. There's 12 full moons every year. Like, so you're saying the moon causes mass shootings, Matt? You're sounding like a uh, conspiracy theorist. I mean, you know, uh, according to David Icke, he believes that the, the moon is a hollow planetary know, space station. We're not station. talking about so, so, space stations, So, so the moon, that was just coincidence with the moon. But, I mean, it, it's, you know, essentially you can say every every full moon there will be a, a mass shooting because that's that's how many mass shootings happen per year on average. Um, so that I mean, you but, know, next year you could say but, that, and I could Matt, have predicted Matt, a mass the year shooting. Two thousand twelve that you're talking about, that he predicted that mass shootings would occur in America, were the two most uh, reported on and recorded since Columbine. We're talking well, and Virginia Tech. We're talking about uh, in that theater in Colorado, and R- then Aurora, the, yep. in Aurora, Colorado, and then the twenty-seven. Uh, I guess um, does twenty-seven include? Oh, we shouldn't say his name. Yeah, his name yeah, I'll believe his name. But <laughs> and then the twenty-seven shootings, twenty-seven people shot in you know in Newtown. Yeah. So I mean, if you're if you're going well, there's so, mass shootings every year, but there's not mass shootings of that. Right, and those are the two. Those are the two mass shootings that he um, quote unquote predicted. But but again, it's you know take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, take it with a grain of salt because it, there's so many, and it's it's actually on an increasing trend right now, or or I guess the but, the past decade, it's it's. Had been increasing. So, so another one that he he quote unquote again predicted was um, between the year of 2000 and 2002, the USA will suffer a major attack on a large city, um, unquote. So, this is alluding to 9/11. Um, I think we so can I both agree 9/11 happened. 9/11 did happen. Um, did David Icke predict 9/11 happening? I don't think so. Jury's out. So, <laughs> no, the jury. I, I mean. So, the data 
from terrorist attacks shows that um, there are there are fewer attacks now than than there were in nineteen in the nineteen seventies, um, but there were a total of two hundred and seven terrorist attacks in the U.S. between two thousand one and two thousand eleven. Um, yeah, but how many of the of the mass and scope compared to nine eleven? I mean, nothing even comes right, close to right. Which is that. which is where and these nothing, people. Tr- I know, but nothing had ever happened before that either. The, we were talking Timothy McVeigh. That's the that's the first, that's the closest thing to what happened on nine eleven. Yeah, but imagine nine eleven not happening and, and something a little less dramatic, a little less um, dramatic happening as a terrorist attack. Would David Icke have claimed, you know, resp- Possibly, not responsibility? Possibly, but 9-11 but happened. Right, exactly. So that's where all these people are, you know, that's where people, uh, David Icke's followers, are really uh, attaching themselves to him. So so the last one I do want to talk about is um, in Icke's book, in David Icke's book, it's called uh, Truth Vibrations. Um, he declared that after the millennium, so after 2000, um, he predicted that a severe hurricane would hit the Gulf of uh, Mexico and New Orleans. So, Katrina. Katrina. So this is alluding to Katrina exactly. Um, so I I just briefly looked up what the most vulnerable cities to hurricanes were in the United States, um, and I came up with the top five. Um, guess how many of those top five states are Gulf Coast states? They're all Gulf Coast states. Four out of the top five are Gulf Coast states. What so is the other one? North uh, Carolina? Uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia. So so it's, you know, it's these wild accusations. I mean, seemingly wild predictions that are really, when you when you really dig down, and I guess you don't even realize to dig down. Really, when you just look at them plainly, you see that it's pretty easily just to kind of give this wide sweeping prediction about very logical uh very logical events occurring like see yeah, and, and i i understand that and i understand the um the impetus to to chalk it off to um to nutters as david <laughs> david ike even nutters. he even you know he realizes that people view his theories um and think he's you know a loony bag yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely do think he's a loony bag. I think um, if you haven't seen the Vice, the Vice documentary, you should watch it. But um, so let's kind of let's get let's get into a little bit of looniness from David Icke. Um, so where does where where, where does he live now? The, the Isle of Wight. Um, <laughs> and so on the Vice documentary, you can hear him explaining that you know the Isle of Wight as an island is is on the surface, you know, very clean, very tidy. It, uh, the community is, you know, tight, tight knit and, uh, it, you know, it's a good place to live, but he does, um, exclaim that it's controlled by Satanists and pedophiles and, and lizard people. So, um, and that's the one thing that I don't really understand about Ike's uh, conspiracy theories, because I, I really do think that, that there is, there is some logic to be said that things happen behind closed doors that we don't know about. And I think that you can, pretty much say that with absolute certainty that's yeah but then contributing it to lizard people is, in, is something yeah, no, else well, the, and the, the, right, liz- but, the but lizard people that's you know that's that's uh, that's another step but the step to say that not only are they shape-shifting lizards but they also fuck little kids <laughs> to me that, that's where you just you lose your argument i mean what 
What possible? That's reason? where you lose the argument. That's, back that's no. That's you? where that's where he loses me because because hello, people fucking lie to people. People conspire to commit crimes every single day. To say that conspiracies don't exist is the height of silliness. Conspiracies are real. What conspiracies are real? We'll never fucking know because they were conspiracies. All we can do is theorize. That's why you wind up with conspiracy theories. And this might be one of the wackiest. This is definitely the wackiest. Yeah, well, I think that kind of goes back to, you know, how the internet plays into this. There's so many people in the world that the internet becomes the easiest platform to spread his word. There's just so many people on this planet that, you know, what is 12 million uh what is 12 million people on, on the planet the, of, oh, of on, on election day it's nothing yeah. on election day it's it's nothing but for book sales it's fucking astronomical it's everything so again i think that's that's how he has really manipulated the internet to you know to work for him and find his his audience so um there's riches and niches i guess is what i'm coming to I love He's it. He's found. I love it. That's not great. mine. I stole that from from a uh, from a from a guy on Twitter that I follow. But I, I, it's great. Riches and niches, and and David Icke has found his very very specified niche, um, and is doing really I, well. I might have to disagree with you though, Matt. I don't know how specified how specified it is. I think that I think there's a huge market for. Hey, why are we in the dark? Why is the only fucking thing on TV Khloe Kardashian and Donald Trump grabbing some lady's pussy? Like, why is that the only thing that we're seeing? Why don't they talk about? Yeah, and 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 he does have twelve and a half million um, followers, but who is to say that all those twelve million followers are very devout, like um, you know, similar thinking um, to David? Like, some of them might just think he's an entertainer and you know think he's. Um, you know, kind of just bringing up things that should be brought to the public's attention, like kind of what you're saying is uh, there. There may be corruption in the in the top tiers of uh, in the world organizations and and our our leadership. Um, but of those 12 million people, like even if it's just uh, you know 10 percent of those 12 million people are very firm believers of exactly what David Icke believes, that's still like. You know, over a million people who are just that bizarrely into this conspiracy theory that lizard people are running the world from from a space station in the moon. <laughs> well, either way, I think that we've left you guys with a lot to chew on. Uh, if you want to follow, yeah, yeah. if you want to follow David Ike on Twitter, uh, his hashtag is at David Ike, uh, spelled I C K E. Yeah, and uh, we'll link to the Vice documentary. We'll link um, to the Paul McCartney conspiracy. We'll, we'll link to um, all of David Icke's predictions and also the the stats that back up kind of the debunking of his his weird predictions. Um, yeah, and always feel free to hit us up on Twitter. My Twitter handle is now rolling down the street because why not? Because you don't want anyone to follow you from the first two episodes. Yeah. I'm Mac Values, and I'll never change. Mac will never change. 
Yeah, so hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. We Query Me Podcast on Facebook. We also have our website. Everything will be on there. It's QueryMePodcast.com. Um, check us out. Uh, please rate us on iTunes. You it know. really helps. So my kids can eat. Even if you don't like it, I mean, still rate us. You know, it's like we said before in previous episodes. Yeah, remember, if you like us, it's it's five. And if you don't like us, it's five really didn't like us. Yeah, just, just put a comment and just be like, yeah, they suck. Um, but... Yeah, rate us on iTunes um, and tell a friend if you know. Just even if you're at work, turn to your coworker and ask them if they if they've ever heard of David Icke, and if they haven't, plug our podcast for us. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you next time.